Welcome to the Process of Purpose podcast. Again, we're here to help inspire and motivate people to find their purpose through the process of spirituality, health, and wealth using godly principles and values to break through to the life that God has called us to live. We're here with Christian Fuentes on the process segment, and we're going to be talking about how Christian came from Mexico and became the top producer he is today. Here's the episode. Of course, my name is Christian Fuentes. Uh, myself and my wife are the owners of Rematch Top Producers. We do I look at either one, huh? I guess yeah. I, I mean, one. I think Facebook's okay. the more important one. In the one. middle, somewhere in here. Yeah, yeah, you're good. So we've been uh, we opened the office seven years ago. I've been in the business for 21 years now. 21 years. Um, we now are almost close to 200 agents. I wow. think we're like 185 or 96, so we're almost at the 200. Really? That was the goal to hit 200 this year, and we've been blessed. We have. Uh, a lot of people reaching out and making nice. moves and uh you know as you know we have a great culture here we definitely have a great office so um uh, again 21 years in the business and i also sell real estate i do run a team i flip houses do it all as you know we flip houses and uh, we what's also, your what's your hashtag name el mas chingon flipper there you go so, <laughs> el mas chingon flipper i'm sure there's some fans there, there you go. some some love some yeah. emojis some, some hearts, hearts or something go. If you uh, if you're a fan, couple of thumbs up. That's right. So um, so el matching flipper and uh, and then we also have an escrow company. We own okay. an escrow company which is called Legacy First. So and then you're also uh, you came out on HGTV with your wife, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, we we got picked up by HGTV recently and uh, we just aired a couple couple like month and a half ago. And, yeah, it was uh, awesome. When uh, aired nationwide and uh, flipping show. So it's called Fearless Fix. Nice, yeah, and I seen that. You guys were super excited. You guys were really good on there. I actually watched it with my in-laws. Oh yeah. I was like, guys, my boss is on TV. Let's, we gotta watch it right now. Yeah. It was, they were super excited for for me. I, they were like excited for me, and I was like, yeah, that's my boss right there. Yeah. That, that was pretty cool, man. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it went nationwide, which is kind of cool because we just came back from a NARAP event okay. in San Diego. And there's people from all over the nation, and we kept having people come over saying, hey, we saw you in New York, Atlanta, Texas, and it's just the love that we're getting from wow. a lot of our, our NARAP families. It's been great. So Nice. Awesome, man. And how long have you had this office for? I mean, uh, well, Remax Top Producers. So seven years ago, we opened up this, mm. this particular branch. And um, a couple years later, we extended. And then we opened Chino, Chino Hills Branch. Okay. That was our, our second office we opened up. And then uh, two years ago, we opened up Brea. Okay, nice. Brea in Orange County. You're just about to have your two-year anniversary, right? In two years, yeah. Wow. Next, next week, if anybody wants to come down. and uh, Anyone will come by? Anybody. Come down to party. Second year anniversary, Brea. September 27th? 27th. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Should be fun. All right, awesome. So we're going to just jump right into it. We, we, we had a little bit of trouble trying to get all this uh, situated, but we're finally getting going. And so if you could just kind of just share your story and really just where you're from, you know, your background and, and where you've come from. Sure. You know, I actually uh, come from Mexico. Mexico, okay. Mexico City. Mexico City, huh? Distrito Federal, Lenny Chilangos. There you Lenny go. Chilangos, put more emojis. <laughs> uh, but I actually grew up in Mexico, Mexico City. Okay. Uh, I was uh, about 12 years old when we came to the United States. Um, my dad used to work for A1 products. I don't know if you heard of A1. Okay, it's, yeah. Uh, cosmetics. Yeah. So he would get transferred to Los Angeles. We came um, on a visa um, and um, been here ever since. You nice. know, um, came to the country, no English whatsoever. I didn't speak English at all. And it was, you know, a little tough in the beginning getting used to, you know, learning English. We actually moved to Diamond Bar, okay. top it off. So uh, I would say like 99% of people were white. 
Really? So nobody spoke Spanish in the school that I went to. <laughs> and so it was just uh, adapting and learning and, and going through that. But obviously we came to the U.S. because uh, my dad wanted, um, you know, just to do something better for the family. So the opportunity, right? The opportunity, yes. Awesome. So you actually had an opportunity. You guys came over here and you took full, full advantage of it, right? Yes. Yes. And there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that can stop you. You can make excuses. Hey, you know, I, I, I came from Mexico. I don't know English. Uh, I know sometimes you talk about your accent sometimes, mm-hmm. and but that makes you who you are now, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. Pe- people see Christian Fuentes and they know the accent. They know who you are. Stylish, yeah. ready to go. So now, super awesome. But what? So in that transition, that when you came from Mexico, getting into business, how, what were some maybe like early struggles that you had? Well, you know, I've been, I've been uh, getting into business. I mean, let me rewind a little bit. The, the accent was a big deal for me in the beginning because uh, learning English, having an accent, and then having kids laugh at you at school yeah. when you were speaking. Especially, you know, if you remember being in class and having to do a presentation in front of your classmates, and then obviously here I am with an accent, and people start laughing at you. I went through some, some time, a couple of years, where I, I would not speak mm. because I, I was so ashamed of or not ashamed, but like embarrassed, just embarrassed of, of my accent. Um, eventually that went away and, um, um, you know, got rid of fear. Um, and then from there, in, in, at 21 years old is when I, I got my first uh, job. I was working retail. Uh, actually, at 20 years old, I'm sorry, 20 years old. And um, just got into retail by 21. My dad pushed me to go into real estate. Actually, I have to give credit to my dad. Really? He uh, said, hey, you, you should be going into uh, some kind of real estate business. And I was like, well, what's real estate? I had no clue what real estate was. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I was going to school. I was doing a lot of partying. And I was, um, uh, you know, working. Making time. a lot of money. Making very little money. Little money. Okay. Little money. Not a lot of money. I, I mean, I was a assistant manager for a shoe store. Oh, got it. And this retail. is prior to real estate. Prior to real estate. Yeah. So then, because of my dad pushing me to real estate, um, sparked my interest, make a long story short, um, I got a job as an assistant at okay. 21 to work for a pretty good producing team back in those days. You know, they would do about $300,000 a year, hmm. which, you know, 20 years ago, that's probably like a million now. Yeah, that's, pretty, that's really so good. So they would make very good money. They drove Mercedes, vans. They had a mansion in the country in Diamond Bar. And I went to work for these people, and I was like, wow, this is pretty cool, you know? Uh, I was an assistant, no experience. They gave me a shot, they hired me. And within a couple of years, I learned a lot. Awesome. They were able to, to teach me the ropes. And, uh, you know, being young, I was fast learner, I was hungry, I wanted to, to, to just keep learning and learning and learning. That's good. And I think it was a good for me to learn from people that were being successful already in the business yeah. at that time because I one I saw the lifestyle that you could have having your own business in real estate I also got involved with coaching nice. when I was young uh, I got involved with Mike Ferry so I was able to experience that and realize wow there's somebody that's a coach that talks to you on the phone that's successful and actually tells you how you can become successful Yeah, I was like a no-brainer you know <laughs> like why do people Let's not do get more coaching yeah. so um so i got introduced to coaching and then a couple years later i got my license you know mm. and it got to a point where i couldn't really grow with the team that i was working with but because i realized early at that age that in order for you to be able to be or to be successful you need to learn from successful people yeah so i was like okay if i already learned some real estate from these guys 
what if I find someone that's doing more than them? Yeah. So I went out and I looked around and I found the best team I could find, real estate team, local. And I found uh, uh, two guys, uh, Mark and Al, they are in the Glendora area. And I uh, actually bumped into them because I was at a real estate assistant school mm. training to become a better assistant. And I met their assistant and she was telling me how they would do a couple hundred deals a year and nice. how they run their office, their team, their systems. And I'm like, man, I got to go work for those guys mm. because I knew I want to do more. I want to be more successful. Sure enough, I uh, got my license, went and applied with them. They weren't even hiring. You're like, I'm just going to try it. But I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> I want to work for you. And, and they were kind of shocked, like this, this, you know, Latino kid. I mean, because Mark is white and uh, Al is Middle Eastern, right? Yeah. And here I'm Latino with an accent. And I'm like, hey, I really want to work for you. And they're like, well, we're not hiring. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I can promise you I'm going to do whatever it takes you tell me what to do I will do yeah. it I'll be here all day 12 days weekends you name it I'll do it just give me a shot and they hire me wow. so that was the beginning of me actually being still in their team but the sales part of it because I, I was being an assistant Yeah. then I became a buyer's agent for Mark and Al and I remember the first four months I think I made like I don't know, close to fifty thousand dollars. Wow, that's how long ago? This is like twenty years ago. Wow, no, I'm sorry, it was like twenty, no, uh, seventeen years ago. Wow, and I was normally my normal yearly, I would make about twenty, twenty-five thousand a year. Yeah, so I was like cooked. So I quit <laughs> school. I stopped working um, my previous job because I was okay. actually working two jobs, and uh, and I started working for for the team for work for them for five years. Okay. So during that time when you had those, those say, the five years, uh, you know, just starting out in real estate, what, what, what do you think were some early struggles? You know what? I think for me the struggles were, um, you know, time management. Um, you know, I, you get so busy with all this busy work. And, I mean, back then, because I was a bar agent, I was fed a lot of leads. Got it. You know? But there was a lot of let work. I really didn't have staff or assistants to help me out. Mm. So, I mean, good thing I was single. Yeah. And um, and I didn't have to worry about that, um, you know, going home to a wife or two kids or anything. But um, I think I was so busy, overwhelmed with writing up contracts. I was, you know, meeting clients, back-to-back appointments, uh, lead generating, open houses, mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And I was literally working seven days a week, 12-hour days, mm-hmm. maybe 14-hour days. So I think it was... Um, you know, just being busy, but not really lear- knowing how to delegate Got it. back back in those days. Um, but one thing I know that um, before I started working for Mark and Al, I had th- that in my mind, which very quickly I was able to get rid of. It was uh, I was insecure, you know, and not very confident. Got it. So when I started working with them, I was like, oh my god, I'm working with this great team, and they were giving me clients. And then here there was a doctor. Or here there was like a professor, yeah, and they're like, "Here you go, show them houses, sell them a house, seven fifty. I'm thinking, "Why is this guy going to want to work with me?" Yeah, I'm new in the business, seven fifty. The guy's a doctor, fresh. Why? And 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 luckily, I had them to 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 tell me, "You're great. You can do it. Yeah, you know, you got this. Go out, just be yourself. Just do what you do. You're great at doing things." And I think the fact that I went out and did it, even though I I didn't think that I was uh, um, confident enough to do it, um, just going out and doing it, I realized 
damn, I'm pretty good. You know, I got this. I can do it. I can do it. You know, yeah. I can do it. I could, I could do it. Um, I'm good at it. Clients were giving me compliments. I was actually bringing results. I was making deals. I remember, I think my, my maybe my second year in real estate, full year, probably like 40 deals. Wow. And then it went up to 50. And then I was doing about 60, 70 a year. Wow. Uh, mainly buyers. Um, I remember one month I did like 14 or 16 transactions in one month, just buyers, just that's stuff. That's crazy. People don't do that in their lifetime. That's right. <laughs> <They're still laughs> so. and, and, it's, and it's crazy that you say that because when I first came into the office, I kind of had that same feeling. Like I didn't have the confidence. And usually in anything that I do, I do have the confidence, right? Mm -hmm. And when I came into the office, I was really intimidated because there's a lot of big hitters here in this office. Yeah. And, uh, but one thing about this office, the culture that we have here is, uh, like you would always say success is contagious. That's right. And, and it really is. And, and people here are really an open book. Mm -hmm. So kind of, kind of like you said, Mark and Alan, how they were giving you that confidence. Yeah. That's the same type of confidence that I'm, I've been receiving mm -hmm. as I came, you know, to Remax Top Producer. So yeah. super, super, if you guys are looking for a real estate office, this is the place to be. Definitely. That's right. Definitely. So did, do you feel like that, that, that rough start kind of gave you an edge in life or edge in your career, in your business? Uh, when you say rough start, what do you mean by rough start? Well, like, you know how you were saying that it, it, it kind of, you didn't have the confidence, you had the insecurities. Mm -hmm. uh, did that kind of give you an edge and, you know, what your, what your accent going forward? You know what? I think it, it starts with maybe, uh, I mean, being a kid, you know, uh, I mean, at, at 21, I got in the real estate business. I mean, I was a couple of years out of high school. Okay. So in high school, I was very shy, believe mm -hmm. it or not, very shy. Uh, insecure, the accent, I had braces, I wore glasses. So, you know, I wasn't like the, the popular kid that, you know, were you, were more, you fit? most likely to succeed. Um, I mean, I, I, I was, I did fit in, but I was just not like the popular kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I only had a couple friends and I wrestled back in high school. Oh, really? Uh, I was in wrestling team. Um, but, um, you know, I wasn't like, like the kid that was outgoing and, you know, so I was very shy. Yeah. So then going into real estate, having to sell, having to go out and meet clients and build rapport and, um, you know, just connecting quickly. Um, it was something that um, took me a little time. But again, because of my mentors, I was able to, mm. you know, step up fast. Now, I did work retail for a couple of years. Okay. And I think just working retail for two years gave me a lot of uh, also... Sell, selling tips, you know, nice. on how to connect with people. Okay. Because, you know, being retail, having to be at, at a mall. I was working at, um, used to work at Montebello Mall. Okay. Uh, Robert Wayne. I don't know if you know the story. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I worked there for a little while. Then I worked at West Covina, Robert Wayne. Before that, I worked at Journeys. Mm. So I did a couple of years working in shoes. And the shoes, you know, you were talking to people. Yeah, you, people you were selling shoes. You were trying to sell socks, products, you know. Yeah. So that kind of started helping me with selling and connecting with people. And then from there, obviously going into real estate, um, you know, with the mentoring coaching, I was able to, to, you know, get much better. With, awesome. You know. So I know you, I've, I've heard you mentioned before, uh, you say that at the beginning of your career, you're you, like, you're saying you're closing all these deals, making all this money, but you're still kind of broke. Right. I, I heard you mention it before. And then you, you met your wife. How did that kind of change everything once you met your wife? You know, what happened was that obviously being single, making a lot of money, when guys are single, well, maybe not all guys, but me, uh, <laughs> you know, we're out there hunting and, you know, you're focusing now, obviously you got a job, you're selling, you're you know, 
doing your real estate business, but I would say 50% of my time was also spent going out, clubs, hmm. partying, finding girls. So I think it's just all that time. I mean, I could, I mean, I look back and I and I see. I mean, I got married when I was 32 years old. No, 33 years old. Okay. Uh, no, 32 years old. I was. I got married, but all my 20s. I can tell you I wasted them on a lot of partying, a lot of drinking, mm. um, and uh, and then making money, but spending the money. You know, I was the guy that, you know, was making good money, and I went and bought the best Mercedes you can buy, and um, I bought a house in my mid-20s, and, you know, I had a mortgage payment, it was a nice house, um, and, um, you know, back in those days when the, you know, you could get state income loans, no money down, so payments were pretty high so i was just you know nice house big mercedes spending all this money and then when you're going out getting bottle services mm-hmm. and shopping and stuff i mean you could spend ten thousand dollars a month and that's a lot of money yeah definitely i wouldn't even spend that now and i, I make <laughs> way more money but you know it's just just wasting money stupidly so um i would tell you if, you know i know guys are young they want to go out and do stuff but um you know, find a wife. Find a wife, yeah. Find a wife early. That's what I did. Uh, or a girlfriend, at least. Yeah. Know, that keeps you... Someone that's going to hold you down. Yeah. Yeah, that's stable awesome. Stable, and, and you're not out there doing crazy stuff. Um, so, and even that, I, I, you know, I, I never really had anybody until I started learning more. Because, I, you know, one of the things I, I learned already many years ago is you, you always got to keep learning. Yeah. So, I wish I would have had someone in that timeline where they could have said, hey, you know, you could buy some units. You should invest in some real estate. You yeah. should, you know, take a little portion of your money and then maybe uh, maybe do a flip or something, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking wealth building. I was just thinking on making money and spending money. Mm. Okay. Which is completely different the way I think now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that, that all takes time. A lot of people feel like they're going to get that right away. Exactly. But I know it, it was a process for you to actually get there, right? Exactly. So what would, you pro- what would you say to somebody who's just starting out? It could be any business, really. Maybe if you could give them three key factors to your success. You know, one I would say you have to uh, educate yourself. Uh, I, I think um, mm, that's big. especially business, you know, you have to learn about business. You have to learn about uh, how to build a business. Yeah. So, I mean, the reality is, I mean, you can go to school and you can go to get your degrees and all kinds of stuff, but you're not really learning too much on, on, on becoming an entrepreneur. You mm-hmm. know? And um, so I would say, uh, number one, learn, educate yourself, find a mentor. Mm. You know, learn from somebody. If you're gonna own a restaurant, find a mentor that is successful owning restaurants and pay them to help you and learn from them yeah. how to put a restaurant together. Restaurants are very difficult yeah, to definitely. manage. Competition. And, and even like 95% of people, I believe, I heard that open up restaurants fail. Yeah. So why? It's just because they don't know how to run a business. Uh, real estate, same thing. You get into real estate, you gotta learn how to, um, how to build your business in real estate. Get mentoring, get coaching. Um, you know, read some books yeah. about business. Uh, second, I would say, you know, understand that it takes hard work. Mm. You know, any business you do, you gotta put a lot of hard work in the beginning, and you never really stop working hard. Maybe you learn how to work smart mm, that's and better, key. but more you efficient. also have to work hard. It's just you become more efficient with yeah. your time. 
So um, some people get into real estate thinking it's going to be easy, flexible, money. right? Yeah. People think, oh, my God, I can make money, come in at 11, get out at 3, happy hour, right? <laughs> yeah. Have a two-hour lunch, yeah. and I'm going to make money. Is that true? No. No, definitely not. It definitely not. And in real estate, I mean, you could pretty much make as much money as you want. Yeah. So if you work enough time or hours to make $50,000, then you can make $50,000. If you want to make $300,000, you can make $300,000. Yeah. But you have to put the steps. Put in the work. Do the activities and the work to get there. If you want to make a million dollars, you can make a million dollars. Obviously, there's a formula behind how to get to that level. So I would say, you know, you got to learn. So mentoring, educate yourself, a lot of hard work. Um, you, your mind, you know, you got to believe that you can yeah, do it. You definitely. Know, I think you, you, if you open a business and in the back of your mind, you're telling yourself, I'm not going to make it. This is wrong. This is you're going to be right. Oh my God, why did I do this? And if you, every day you're telling yourself that you're going to fail, guess what happens? You're going to fail. You're going to fail. Now also, if everybody around you, which is your family, your friends, people you know, are all telling you, Menso, porque lo hiciste, right? Can I say by words here? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they tell you, you know, why did you do this? You're not going to make it. That's the worst business you should get. I mean, if you keep getting all this negativity and all this feedback around you. Did you get some of that? Um, I did a little bit. Um, you know, when I was, uh, I remember when I was going to open my office, um, people tell me, you know, this is not, you shouldn't be opening an office. 200 agents later. You know, and we're now 200 <laughs> agents. Um, you know, so people tell me to wait. They told me I shouldn't do it, that I wasn't ready, that we're, we're not going to make it. But it felt right for us, for me and my wife. It wasn't just my decision. It was me and my wife. Awesome. It, it, it felt like it was the time for us to do it. And we got, I mean, I can tell you multiple people that said, don't do it, don't do it. It's not going to work. We said, yeah, we're going to do it. And we kept saying, we're going to build it. We're going to build it. We're going to build it. And here we are. So That's awesome. So, you know, get rid of all that negativity around you uh, and also work on your, your mind. And I think the biggest problem is that the negativity normally comes from us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that we don't, again, we don't believe and we we, uh, we, we kind of step on ourselves. You know, yeah, definitely. Hold, hold us back. And it's a big problem you see out there throughout. Yeah, definitely. That's why affirmations are so important, right? Yeah. You can, Tell yourself, and the more you say it, the more your mind subconsciously is going to believe it. Exactly. That's something that I do every single day, and it's really helped me out. Um, but yeah, man, thanks, thanks for sharing that. that that's yeah. that's super awesome. I got a, maybe a couple of more questions sure. to go through. Just yeah. these are going to be more fun, rapid fire. Um, so I have it right here. I have, actually have to read these. Uh, so, oh, you know what? I didn't even go over why do you believe that uh, su success is contagious? Why is that so important? You know what's funny? This that started. It's a it's a long story, but I'll give you the short story. When we opened the office, uh, we wanted to we, we had like a a concept. You know, we we said okay, having worked at other offices where there was a lot of negativity, a lot of drama, and um, just not a good environment or energy, we wanted to open an office the opposite. Just great culture, great environment. Um, you know culture, energy, yeah. and, um, and, and also be able to share what I was doing, you know, because I, I, I ran a pretty successful team for close to 10 years now, wow. um, or even longer than that, so, and, and doing over a million dollars in production. Mm. So when we opened the company, I was like, why can I share what I do with my agents? Yeah, it's not a secret. Open book, 
and open door policy. Yeah, everybody definitely. Everybody shares. And that, that was the beginning of, of our office. And then as we started growing the company, we started bringing agents, we started recruiting you know, more uh, seasoned agents. And then they were going from doing 10 million to 20 million, Gosh. and they were going from doing 20 million to 40 million, and or even people that were doing 5 million went to 50 million. Like, you know, yeah. they started doing more business, and then we're all, and we still do this. I mean, and you know, we, we all share with each other, we all have yep. an open door. Anybody Definitely. can, you know, they, everybody's just open about what they do. And um, we would post a lot of our numbers on social mm. media, right? And and we were the, the new kids coming up and, and we started getting a lot of some haters. Really? Commenting like, what do you guys post your numbers? You know, you, uh, what are you guys bragging? You know, why, why do you guys put, you know, that you guys had a great month or how many sales you guys did? And, um, and I remember like little drama of that. This is many years ago. And I remember one time saying, listen, the reason we do this is because we're just sharing wins. Yeah, we're not bragging. We're sharing wins. We're sharing that business is great. Yeah, there's definitely. a lot of business out there. And if I have a guy that's doing eight deals a month or ten deals a month, if I did twenty deals a month in in, in you know with my team, why not share it? Yeah. Because we want to inspire others so that they can also know that it's possible. And then I said, success is contagious. On that's that it. sentence. I'm actually having a little fight in Facebook with someone, <laughs> and I put "success is contagious," and then that was like, "Oh, wow, that's a cool phrase, you know, success Winner. contagious." And then we just started using that awesome. more and more and more, and now it's, it's been a hashtag, yeah. and that we always use, and part of our event, success contagious event. And yeah, we, definitely. Because, and I do believe that, guys. If you surround yourself with other successful people, mm-hmm. you know, if you surround yourself with with positive people then you're going to become like that. Definitely. You, know, you can't become an ego surrounding yourself with turkeys. Right? Yeah, definitely. So you got to watch your, your environment. So That's that's uh, that's really good. Yeah. So that's really good because uh, that's actually why I came. I went to the one where you had Grant Cardone. Yeah. And that's how I ended up in the office. So back then when I went to, I had, I think I was just getting my real estate license. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I had it yet. And literally all of last year, eight months, I worked. I felt like I was working my butt off, and I had zero transactions. Mm-hmm. And this year, I, it's not like a like a huge jump, but uh, I really believe success is contagious. Because I mean, I'm closing my tenth and eleventh deal of the year this week. I know it's not anything crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, from and I, and I'm really open with 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 the audience. That, you know how you know, with, with my numbers and stuff like that. Not really numbers, but just like how I literally had $22 in my pocket when the beginning of this year and God's just been super faithful to me and, and just the surroundings that we have here in the office. So it's been a blessing to me. And one of the biggest reasons I, I, I came to this office was because of that. And I remember you guys, you and uh, Jeanette opened up with like, you know, you just want to thank God for, for uh, all the blessings that you guys have. So that really, really got me. And I was like, I need to be in that office, man. Yeah, so thank you, brother. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate that. Well, you know, I, I think, and that's how we think too. God first. Yeah. And family. Yeah. Health and business. And in, in, in that um, order. Nice. You know, because... Um, you know, if all you think about is your business and making money and then your family suffering or obviously God is not present yeah, or your health, you're not watching your health, yeah. and, you know, how you eat, sleeping, stress, all this stuff, then you're not yeah. going to be successful. You're going to be miserable. Yeah. So, um, but that's cool, man. I'm, I'm glad that. that yeah, that I appreciate that, man. That, uh, 
because I remember Jeanette made that speech uh, and uh, we cried. We were like, oh, man, this is so, so Yeah, cool. it was really good, man. It was really good. And I was like, I need, I need to be part of this stuff right here, man, because yeah. you guys are doing amazing things in the whole industry. I know, you, you know you're part of NARREP and then. Um, really quick, share what you guys are doing with uh, with the poker uh, yes. the charity poker so tournament. Yes, so we started this. Uh, this is going to be a sixth annual uh, charity poker event, and it's uh, all benefits go to Children's Hospital Miracle Network. And you know, our first tournament six years ago, we got involved with it one because we love I love poker, so I like to play poker, and yeah. then also we really wanted to give back to uh, to uh, we were looking for the right cause, and we were introduced to Children's Hospital. Mm because of Remax also is, is a big supporter of uh, Merco Network. And we went to the hospital, and this might be seven years ago, and we realized, you know, I have a, an eight-year-old daughter, and I have a, a five-year-old son. Mm. But being there and, and, and getting a tour and seeing the parents, what they go through, and seeing the kids, I mean, it's it's just, it's sad to see what, what some people go through. Yeah. At the same time, it reminds you to be thankful. Yeah, what definitely. You have and uh, you know, I remember after that that tour, we 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 prayed and we said thank you God for our kids being healthy, and and we we were like, how can we help? You know, we just thought we need to do something. To yeah, help definitely. Out, you know, so so then we we started this this charity event, and I remember the first year, I think we made like eleven or twelve thousand dollars. I don't remember exactly, but uh, it was great. It was fun, um, and then uh, we said next year let's do bigger. And then we went bigger and bigger. So yeah. last year we raised fifty-one thousand dollars. Wow, that's uh, so awesome! One event. We're wow. actually the number one office in Southern California, Hawaii, and even in the region that sponsors or has the biggest charity event that raises the most amount of money. Wow. Um, you know, from one single event, and also so our awesome. office, Remax Top Producers, as a whole, uh, which we have three offices. Um, we are one of the top offices i think we're the second office uh, in the region that donates the most money to uh, miracle network every wow. year so it's, it's nice to know that we're making a difference definitely we're helping kids we're helping families and we're also um helps our agents because our agents are getting involved too and me and my wife are very involved and even my awesome. kids are involved i think my my daughter wants to play poker this this year. She's only eight, <laughs> but she's like, "Daddy, can I play?" So I'm like, "Let's see, we'll see if we can be part of the game." What's the goal this year? Uh, Sixty thousand dollars. Oh, that's, man, that's so amazing. Sixty thousand. Uh, we had it in the background here, but uh, it's uh, it's November sixteenth. Okay. So November sixteenth is going to be in the afternoon. Starts, I believe, at two p.m. So if anybody is interested, you know, reach out to Robert. I'm sure he can give you yeah, the information. Definitely. Maybe you can post the website. But uh, it's a hundred dollar buy-in to play the poker game. Uh, it's uh, $40 if you just want to come over, get some food, some drinks, and just network. You know, we get about three, 400 people there, and it's a great place to network, meet some people, hang around. We got entertainment too. Also, um, I was gonna say something, and then Hector messed me up right now because there's somebody <laughs> over there that's making faces at me. But, uh, uh, oh, sponsors. We are looking for sponsors, so if you want to be part of the event and, uh, you know, we need sponsors, so we would love to have you guys. Uh, we have all kinds of levels of sponsoring. Okay. So from as low as $50 to, we have, today, within an hour, we raised $8,000. Wow. By reaching out guys, to certain awesome. sponsors. We have different levels, but at the same time, you sponsoring with us, we're going to help you promote your business through social media, 
Uh, I do videos with the sponsors, and we're also gonna do a lot of uh, marketing and branding for you at the actual event. So wow. it's gonna be awesome. a win-win for everybody. Awesome. Yeah. So guys, yeah, you guys can reach out to me, reach out, reach out to uh, Christian Fuentes. You could actually uh, reach him on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, he's always available. And this is going to be huge. I, I, I really feel like you guys are going to surpass 60,000 by a lot, man. Yeah. It's going to be so awesome. awesome man. I think we are. I think we are. Yeah, I believe it, man. I believe yeah. it. And then uh, once you guys, I know you guys just did a commercial. So once you get that, send it over to me. I'll repost it and yeah. we'll, we'll do all that. Man. That would be awesome. Yeah, we'll share that. And then We need players too. So if you'd like to play poker, this would be perfect for you. Yeah, I might have to join you guys this year now that I can actually afford to, to buy in. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Play yeah, I can, I play right. Texas, right? Texas Hold'em? Texas Hold'em. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I enjoy it, man. So yeah. I'll, I'll be there this year. I'm going to make sure my wife and I are there. Okay. Be All right. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm going to respect your time. I did have a couple of questions, but thank you so much yeah. for, for, for being on, man. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. And I, I hope uh, we can just inspire somebody and motivate somebody to get going. There's a lot of people out there that that are scared they have that fear to actually move forward and you know someone from you know a background not in real estate and from mexico uh came and and just is doing it yeah you know, own, you. you know owns all these businesses and is really just tearing up the industry man so thank you brother thank you just you know just to close it up i just guys remember it's um it's all your mind if you believe you can do it you could do it you know uh never stop you know, I think anytime uh, that you want to get into a new business, even in real estate, there's a fear that holds you back. You know, I was having a conversation with someone a couple of days ago, they have a full-time job, and they actually sold, I think already like four or five houses part-time. Wow, that's awesome. And I'm like, did you know you just made, you already made the money that you would have made on your business? And they go, I know, I know, and they're so excited. I go, do you imagine if you just were full-time in real estate, you would probably do three or four times the amount of money yeah. that you make in your normal job? like i know i know but i'm just i'm just afraid it's just secure yeah. i get a steady paycheck every month and I, and I understand that and i know sometimes we we just get complacent but man if you really want to live life to the fullest yeah. and you want to go after your dream you want to make more money you got to take that that step you leap know? of faith take that step but know that you're going to go all out and then also know that there's people around you not the negative people and the haters. There's other people that are actually going to help you, push you, and help you grow. And, and they're going to be cheering for you. Oh. So surround yourself with those guys. And I can tell you your business is going to uh, is gonna, uh, succeed for sure. Yeah. And so. if you're looking for a new office. Success is contagious. Remax Top Producers. There you go. You heard it here first, man. Uh, if you need to know where it's at, 618 or North Diamond Bar Boulevard. Okay. And we'll go ahead and take care of you guys, man. That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christian. Right. I appreciate you. All right.